Davis, welcome to the latest episode of Cut to the Chase on your birthday. Almost 50. Davis, you're looking 30. <laughs> Happy birthday, my friend. I wish I was in person, but hey, I'll see you next time to congratulate you on another year of successes. Beautiful. 53, Diego, and my lovely uh, my lovely PA bought me some moisturizer. So there's a tip, right? Beautiful. <laughs> for the top or the bottom of your face? No, for the wrinkles. All good. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Hey, look, uh, today we're talking motivating a vendor. And I'm sure we discussed this briefly before, or maybe we haven't, but how do you turn a vendor into someone that potentially is going to take a price versus someone that is going to meet the market? And it's the biggest, probably the one of the biggest issues in real estate, right? I don't need to sell, I don't have to sell. Vendor circumstances sometimes are hidden. So how do you navigate that? Well, and it's interesting. I, I had the uh, one roof people calling me up on the weekend saying, "What are your most successful auctions?" And there were some really good ones. The irony was some of the best auctions actually didn't sell because the vendors weren't motivated, ready to meet the market. And that's the irony, right? They never talk about the ones that don't sell that should have sold. And that just comes down to the why, right? If their why is strong enough, then they will sell. And it doesn't matter what the agent says, quite often the agent's motivation to sell it is higher than everybody else. Case in point, I did a beautiful auction, five registered buyers, sold for $2,320,000. I said to one of the agents on the way out, I said, what do you think of that price? They said, oh, it's sold under market value. And I'm like, well, no, because there were five bidders at that auction that all had the chance to buy it. So there's market value. So sometimes, hey, it's the agents that are sitting above market value. So we talk about motivation. Sometimes it's the agents that are getting in the way. Um, clearly, the agent that sold the property um, understood the market, was able to show it to the owners, and they sold. But yeah, sometimes the motivation all ha- also has to live or the responsibility has to live with the agents as well. Are we saying the word uh, sales prevention officers here? Well, yes, because never have an opinion on price. Because as we know, and we've said before, markets move faster than people. All the, the main thing that I see all the time is when buy, uh, sellers are not motivated because the agent hasn't found them a reason or a house to go to, right? Stop trying to not the owner, go and find them something that takes their motivation from a six to a seven or eight. And now you're dealing with someone who wants to sell. Interesting, because I've got a meeting tonight with one of my vendors. We had an auction two weeks ago. They had a reserve very higher than where the market is. Maybe time will tell if uh, if that's a statement, correct statement or not. But I'm going to go and see them, and my conversation with them is going to be pretty straightforward. Look, you're looking up north. What else can you find for the budget based on what the market is valuing your property in this market? And have an honest conversation because sometimes words in person are better than a t- uh, t- uh, you know pre-made template that you can forward to your vendors, right? And we'll all have those, but you got to understand where they are the circumstances, but as well the reservations because we're all human and sometimes it's important to understand why they think the way they think and maybe we can all offer a solution. You can only lead a horse to water, I always say. You can't force them to drink, but if you show them where the water is, maybe they get thirsty. Eventually, everyone does. Oh, yeah, and you've got more templates than anybody. And Thank you for sharing with me those those with me the other day, Diego, but you do. You've got to have those conversations, eyeball to eyeball, belly to belly, got to look them in the eye and let them know the truth. And that's it half the time, right? A lot of the agents struggle with delivering that news to the vendors, right? 
I don't like to say this, blah, blah, blah. you got to use certain words that make you, oh, we know all of that. But hey, uh, talking about our friend Peter Walker, he had a perfect example when I did a Zoom one-on-one session with him. And if you're looking to train with someone, um, if you can't afford Tom Panos um, and uh, you don't want to go entry level with myself, the perfect the second person would be Peter Walker because he's the man, the myth, the legend. And the way that he actually explained the circumstances such as, hey, what is more important to you? Moving close to your kids and enjoy life wherever you're going to go or waiting a couple of years for an extra $50,000 and making people think about that because sometimes people don't don't think about it, right? And it's 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 a cliche. Very smart people can be naive in terms of real estate decisions, not because they're stupid. It's just because they don't understand the bigger picture in terms of the you know, opportunities, the market and the cycle. And that's our job to, again, show them where the puddle of water is. And then hopefully they're thirsty. By talking about thirsty, are you going to be uh, celebrating tonight? Where's my invite? I haven't got anything from your PA. Well, I'm not going yet. So I'm always open to an impromptu celebration, Diego. But 53 is not enough to celebrate. 55 maybe. Anyway, good stuff. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. The Road to 100 continues. And next week, we'll, we'll announce next week what we're going to do for 100, shall we? Happy birthday. Thank you for watching, everyone. Please like subscribe and comment comment will go a long way because remember this is free so the only thing we ask you for a cheeky little comment help us a lot ciao